This is amazing. And now I get to learn how to not feel really awkward Tec on camera. <laughs> Technical difficulty. Yeah, yeah. We're learning how to do this in every regard, everybody. Yeah. Hey, man. How's it going? Hey. Yeah, good. Good. Quarantine. Yes. The, I'm in quarantine. quarantine at home. Edition. I've basically been told that I'm not allowed to leave home and I'm still going to get sent some money every week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, not the worst way to go. What up, fam? I'm 100% in support of this. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Rose Knows, the now video streaming podcast where we uh, talk about all the things that we don't know and we don't edit. And I forgot what I used That's to right. say. I'm going to get it the hang of it back. Be, Just bear with it me. It used to be bear with me. Uh, Rose Knows, the unedited semi-weekly podcast where we spend an hour figuring out everything we don't know. Everything we don't yeah. know. Wow. Did you go and look that up or did you actually remember? Okay. All right. That makes me feel better. Shout out to everyone in the chat. What up, Mark? What up, uh, Josh? What up? Shout out, Ma? chat people. We got, uh, we got all the, the golden folks here. So we're trying to bring you some entertainment. Um, you know, because we're all cooped up. We're all cooped up. D d disclaimer, only Andrew can see the chat right well, now. Well, if you were so, on YouTube, you uh, could see the chat too. You could go to the link and see the chat. Okay, he's going to teach me how to use it during the Again, podcast. Technical difficulties, live woes. Um, really excited <laughs> to be, you know, trying to get back into doing what we do best, which is just bullshitting about stuff. Um and we're glad that you guys are here to take part in that with us. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. So I think just to be Hi. super clear, um, while we are back, we have really no no idea what it is that we're doing. So when it comes no. to podcasting, uh, live streaming, um, we're just trying to entertain ourselves. And if that happens to entertain some of you guys as well, that's cool. Uh, the plan is we might probably hopefully take this audio and also repost it back as a podcast um, back through all of those platforms that you used to listen to us through but we figured since we're all stuck at home why not do the live stream webcam thing zoom google hangouts whatever you want to call it uh, but we're calling it yeah live woes live woes um, so really Whoa. That's, that's about it's about as much Whoa. as we got in the way of preamble so I guess we can kind of just chit chat. Well, how are you good, doing, man? How are you doing? Oh, it's good. been a minute since yeah, I'm good. we've done one of these, but we often say that when we start an episode is it's been a little while since we've done an episode. Um, <laughs> Hopefully we'll get more regular. It's easy when you don't have to. Go Hopefully we'll get our fiber into our diet and stay yes. regular. Um, Whoa. So happy to see you guys as well they say you look weird in the chat that's what they're saying right now um they didn't specify they just said you look weird all right that's yeah. fine so since we've last done an episode of a podcast um a lot has happened like a lot has happened yeah uh, 
I don't even a know lot. where to begin. Do you want to start at the, the global and zoom down to the personal or the personal and widen out? Because either way, lots of things have happened. Okay. Well, everyone pretty much knows what's going on on planet Earth right now. Everyone has different opinions about it, but we'll get into That's that. Um, I guess the most interesting update from my life since the last time there was an episode of Rose Knows is we had a baby. I have a baby. Aww. Everyone watching this probably knows that already, but we have a baby now. And he's so, 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 so cute. He's awesome. His name's Oliver. He's really cool. He'll be making regular cameos in these chats. I have no yeah. doubt. Yeah. He'll be shouting his own opinions from the background <laughs> imminently if he hasn't been already. I've already learned to kind of tune it out. He thinks something's funny yeah, over there. Giggle. Yeah. He's, um, He's so making drinks. There's at the just bar. a background of baby squeals now. That's okay though. He is. He it is. Adds, he's, he's getting my getting my whiskey ready. He's a good boy brand. already. Yeah. Uh, so we had a baby. Sure did. And then everyone started getting sick, and we lost our jobs. Well, globally. And now we're at home with a with sick. a baby all the time. Yeah, that happened globally, but locally in here. You guys are healthy, to be clear. Um, we are healthy. We are healthy individually and as a family right. over here. Uh, but we are also unemployed in this at this particular address. Yeah. So uh, the past month has what you're looking at now, just minus a microphone and headphones, is um, kind of what's been You've going just on. Been sitting in that chair nonstop. For I've been sitting month. in this chair in this spot, vaping out the window. You know, I think um, I think that's another way where, where we're at, like, interesting, um, kind of like yin and yang, right? Like, you've kind of been seeing this through the lens of somebody who, who unfortunately had to get um, furloughed and is now kind of going through that. Well, not even furloughed, right? You were laid off, right, because of your company? I guess I don't know um, what the explicit legal differences are. I mean, if it's a live entertainment production right. company so we, we work in we make concerts happen concerts are probably especially ones big enough to have the budget for our stuff are probably going to be the last things to reopen so um should the company open back up and get back to it then i will be back at my job happily uh, but that's still i, I just don't know what's going to happen so i'm on unemployment i guess i'm laid off yeah, well, the difference between layoff and furlough is is basically just do you keep your health benefits? Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm not keeping that. I I already I already already switched. So you, so you went um, but but you know you've you went through that and you're kind of um, you know you're seeing both the ups and the downs of having that time. Like you're you're getting a lot more time with the family, which is awesome. You know, awesome. Um, it is. It is awesome. I'm cool with this being my yeah, new job. And that's where it's interesting because there's a lot of clamor now around Andrew Yang's concept of universal basic income, because when you can't rely on the economy the way people are brought up to think they can, um, you know, there he's the argument is you know there needs to be a way to, to be able to take care of people uh, in a time like this and still let them live their lives in, in a way that um, is still manageable and reasonable and humane and I think it's actually like you know while it's not long-term resolved yet I think the example of yourself and even some of the people that you know worked for me you know that unfortunately had to get furloughed um, a couple of them are really thriving and like 
being like, hey, I, I have so much more time. I'm actually, one of them's like, I'm making more than I made when I had the job. And I'm like chasing, that's happening with a I'm lot of people. My creative pursuits. Now that's now that's not everybody. That's not going to happen to everybody. I understand. There's a lot of anxiety, stress that comes along with that. But I think it's cool to also see positive examples of, um, of of how this is you know impacted you people. You know, instead of just seeing it as like a doom and gloom thing. I mean, we're you know, it's a mixture over here for sure. As far as our household is Mason concerned, says, like hey, Mason. yes, we. Hey, hey Mason. Mason, what's up? Um, so, you know, our schedule before we were both working right. full time. So with the kid, like we were making ends meet and we were spending as much time with him as we could. But on a weekday, you get an hour in the morning with him, you know, before we all go to work and he goes off for the day to see his grandma. And then um, we pick him back up after work and bring him home. And then it's, you know, two, three hours before he has to go to bed because babies go to bed at like 7 p.m. So we weren't getting a ton of time with him on weekdays. And the weekend, you're just totally focusing on hanging out with him. And it's awesome. But, you know, like any parent will tell you, your, your spare time to do other things, hobbies, projects, stuff like that, even stuff on your to-do yeah. list, it just, it just goes away. So it's been nice to have... I don't know. I've always, I've also always loved my work yeah, for sure and yeah, my career. Have. Like I've, I've, I'm very lucky to have the one I have and I'm good at it and I enjoy it. And Hannah also loved her job and would like to be back at it. But at the moment for that to be the thing out of the way and still have ends met and have the time with family stuff. And then like you said, get back to projects, hobbies, to do lists, things I have, things I've been putting off, um, yeah, it's 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 been nice. It's been nice. Out of the extra family time, just hanging out with him all day is great. He likes me better. He likes me better than before this is started. There any, we had a good thing going, but we've got a really we got a relationship is, now. Um, me and this kid. I mean, is there I can't anything get. that you feel like um, you've been able to get to in this downtime that you definitely wouldn't have been able to get to before? Like, do you have a, anything you've actually like gotten crossed off the list? Like even just like busy work project type of stuff. Um, yeah, we've, uh, you could say we finished moving in. We've been living here for like a year now, but she was pregnant when we moved in and then we had the baby. So things like the piles of stuff in the back of closets, um, or the couple closets that were literally just stuff held in by the door. Um, you know, we got to actually go through we, we finished moving in so that was off cross off the to-do list and the main thing for me has been time for creative stuff like you know besides having the time for all of us to hang out and cook dinners and take walks and play with the baby who's having a good time in his stand over there um you know i've had time to like i've been coming up with like new dj sets i made a new hour that's already awesome. and visuals and like you know things like that just got to really dig into stuff for fun you know, that just to get the creative rocks off and get it out of the system, express myself. That's always been an important part of who I am. And it's been fun to get back into it. But, that you know, I'm, I'm being interviewed like I'm a celebrity and that's just not accurate. And uh, I know that's laughable, laughable to our viewers <clears throat> or to the viewer. Hi, Mason. You can't be this fascinated in what Uncle Josh is doing. And yet here I am talking about it. So, 
yeah. masking. So you've been you've been doing the opposite. You've been doing the work from home thing. So you're living your life like this. I'm just getting used to this video chat thing. I'm trying to assume I'm staring at a camera. The screen for you is over here and you're just a thumbnail on that. So I right now I'm staring I'm staring at a GoPro and trying to act like I'm talking well, to a person a and hoping hoping that I don't look absolutely ridiculous. Someone already mentioned I look weird yeah, in the chat. Um, okay. Well, just don't go easy everybody. I uh, I can't defend myself. So and he he won't. So uh, <laughs> he definitely won't. No, it's uh, yeah, it's we definitely... So, I like my wide angle look and uh just make we did, do. We all right. I was never it. a skateboarder, but I always envied the videos. We talk about it before we started. I asked. I was like, "Do you want to be so wide?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." All right. That's yeah. your choice, man. Yeah. I look I look cooler augmented. Yeah. I am. Um, but just any, any augmentation. I'm going to up my camera game soon too. I've uh, we've been talking about what I don't know if I'm going to do multi angles or not, but I'm definitely going to up the the quality of the camera. Going to be live switching you sitting in a chair. Hey, I'm about to do some live switching right now. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm going to live switch it for a second, just like that. Uh, just like poof. that, he's yeah, gone. Poof, I'm gone. What could be going on over there? I'm not having nearly as much fun as your son. <laughs> yeah, you blew too much, huh? Wise guy. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I didn't aim it at the window because I was trying to be funny with the camera. Don't get too spreading around the room and I'm in trouble. That's right. <laughs> uh, washing the cat? All right, that's the one time I get to do that ever. The neighbors are washing... Um, what looks like their garbage disposal, but out in the front yard with a hose. They're washing their garbage disposal out in the front yard That's with what a hose. It, looks like. it could be something okay. else. I could be wrong, but it definitely looks like a garbage disposal. Because I just we're gonna let everyone see what the squealing's all about. Ha ha ha! Yeah, he's good. He's just playing. <laughs> Say hi. Say hi, Oliver. This is gonna be. Uh, the the highest uh, viewed segment. <laughs> All right, Oliver, are you going to do the scam here's flam the, segment? Here's the world. Yeah. Scams and flams, scams and flams. That's actually the episode I re-listened to is when, uh, when I was like, I want to do a new segment. Uh, I'm going to call it like scam flam. <laughs> like, isn't that David Cross? Like, yes, I love it. Yeah. From Mr. Show. Uh, I've always got my Mr. Show references ready That's to right. go. So we got some some coffee talk going on. Um, so we've just been, you know, chitting and chatting. We certainly have some stuff we could be talking about um, with an old segment Good. Um, that, like it. that we're bringing back called What's New. So we're going to get into What's New. Um, but if there's cool. anything specifically, you know, that you guys want us to you know, dive into in the chat. Feel free, let us know. But uh, we're certainly gonna, you know, feel free to share some of this stuff with you. So, you got anything else you want to chat on, or you want to get into what's new? Uh, let's right, get, let's into, get it. into it. Let's get into it. I'm not gonna pretend I know so, what to do. Let's, what, I can't be entertaining on demand. What's new? Uh, the real reason it's so hard to order groceries online right now. Turns out, grocery shopping was not built like the rest of e-commerce. So this is. Well, yeah. of course not. It was made for you to go there and get so your this things. This is interesting, um, specifically for me, 
but I think to everybody, right? We all have to go grocery shopping, but um, you know, for those we definitely all need to eat. That's right. For those who don't know, uh, I work in you know creative marketing, um, and one of my clients is a dairy company. So they do sour cream, cottage cheese, buttermilk, all that stuff. And you know, cottage yeah, we have these conversations all the time, you know, about um, online ordering and you know direct Instacart, you know, those direct shopper platforms. Um, and it's interesting to think about why grocery delivery hasn't really become as common as delivery of other individual things like pizza, you know, because everybody can get a pizza delivered to their house, but it seems to have taken much longer for everyone to start being able to get comfortable with and able to get the fulfillment of groceries delivered to their house. Um, so, you know, one of the things that really stood out most, um, the top highlight from this article was that most grocery stores were not designed for quick in and outs. Their layouts have Ikea-like quality. And the whole point of a grocery store, as most of us know, is designed to keep you in there. It's designed to keep you consuming and wandering and pacing. It's also it's like a casino. Yeah. No windows, no clocks. You're supposed to just get, it's got a maze-like quality. You can only see so much of it. It always feels big no matter where you are, but you can only see so much. You know, you can't see the bread aisle from the milk aisle, etc. Uh, depending on the layout of your particular Wegmans, Aldi's, where you may go. Um, but yeah, no, there's just a million reasons it doesn't work out well. I've been, I still don't do it online. I go to the Wegmans. I put a mask on and I go to the Wegmans. We live next door to it, so it would be stupid to order it online, frankly, and pay the extra. Um, but there has been, as someone going to Wegmans regularly, there has been a massive increase of the Instacart people walking yeah. around. And it's it's like, you know, you got used to seeing Uber lights on cars and Lyft lights on the dash when you drive around. Now you see the people in the green shirt with like six different bags open in their cart and all these lists and clipboards. And I don't know what they're doing. They make it look complicated, but they're all in my way. Well, and Instacart. They're all there's, thoroughly there's to be more in my way. Because Instacart just announced yeah. they're about to hire 250 thousand more workers so think about that if they if they are about to hire quarter million more employees to do those shopping journeys that means they know something probably that you and i average joe don't know about like the trends and data and like the long-term projections for how how many more people are going to be needing to order you know from home because of you know their own safety or whatever it is um but you're going to see even more every time you go to the store and i go to the store we're going to see more more and more people who aren't actually buying the groceries for themselves who are buying the groceries for someone who's at home. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I my, I get it. Like, do it. My main gripe isn't with people taking advantage of a service like this. Like, do it. Absolutely. If you want someone else handling and selecting your fruit and squeezing your avocados, you trust their judgment. You trust the judgment of someone you don't know. That's, that's totally fine. Um, I like to get it myself. And I don't, my main gripe is with the people actually doing it. Like a lot of them have not yet developed a tact or uh, a code of behavior that jives with the fact that they are shopping amongst other customers. Yeah. I'm surprised. Like I will see them, I'll see them hanging out. That's one thing. Uh, another thing, I, I see them like hanging out in groups, like talking, like they'll meet up and talk in the, in the produce section. And, you know, how many do you have? How many do you have? And where's this aisle and whatever? And, like, I get it, but pick a different spot because all of you are standing in front of the bananas and now I can't reach the bananas and I need bananas. And I'm paying for things here. I'm a customer. You are being paid to be here. You're working. 
get the hell out of my way. That's a fair point. And don't make me have to ask. Just assume, like, have this thought built into your yeah, behavior, considering that you're being store you're shopping in, because basically at that moment you kind of are. You're reflecting on your employer at the very least while being paid to work. So, yeah, you shouldn't. I'm definitely not going to defer to you. Like, you should defer yeah, so to me. Because you're been being an paid. explosion in the amount of this online grocery shopping. So the big question this article is asking is when when the pandemic and crisis and kind of fevered pitch climate dies down, will people still keep shopping this way or will people go back to being in the stores and then not need and then they're going to lay off another 250,000 of the people they just hired you know, to do all this personal shopping? Or do you think this is going to start to create a, a culture of co both convenience and safety that feel better than having to go get the stuff yourself? Uh, that's a good question. There's definitely going to be little subcultures that come out of this. Is going to have people, like there's going to be people that don't believe that it's yeah. gone. If it, if it is gone and declared safe to go back to our old idea of normal, then there will still be people that don't buy it. I think that face masks are going to be a lot more common just in general. Um, but that was a thing that I saw when I was in Japan, and it's just commonplace over there. And the idea of them wearing it in the first place isn't thinking that, oh, now I'm not going to get sick. It's that you're not spreading your germs and microscopic saliva and droplets that's in your breath and coughs and leaving them on surfaces anywhere. That's there. It's, it's an ultra-polite kind of thing over there. So I think that could work its way into our culture some which wouldn't be yeah. terrible. Um, they have a neat fashion quality to them. I'm, I'm learning to like the accessory and add it to outfits. Um, I think there's going to be other people that uh, that just have gotten used to doing this now, so they'll want to keep going or want to minimize outside contact. And sure, but I don't know. I'm on I'm on the other end of the spectrum that hasn't picked up doing it in the first place. So yeah, that's true. You can have a little bit of everything. More people will use it, sure, because they've been exposed to it. But I don't think everyone's going to convert, and I don't think grocery stores are going to go delivery only or anything yeah. like that. Um, well, it's just like I said. Like I, I want to choose the bananas. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm the same you know? way. Like they're always they're always I, too green. I don't, I don't like the idea of someone else like manhandling all my stuff before it gets to me i'd rather is i know it's already been manhandled by a bunch of people so i'd like one less but i can believe if i'm picking it up from that i can just believe it magically appeared on that shelf or was dropped there by a drone or a robot or the hand of fate or god or what have you and that i'm the first person to touch yeah. this bag i can i can let myself believe that, would be that. nice um uh, apologies if it looks like... Oh, you know what? It doesn't look like I'm looking away. I think it looks like I'm looking at you. Um, I don't want to miss my computer delivery. <laughs> I have a delivery today. Uh, so oh, okay. That's right. That's... Keep looking out the window. Um, no, I hear you, though. Okay, so do you want to keep talking uh, COVID stuff, or do you want to totally veer in a different direction? I mean, we... I guess it's topical. Okay, so we can keep, we can keep going pandemic-related. Um Feel free to vote in the chat. Yeah, feel free. Tell us if you'd rather not hear about pandemic-related stuff. Um, so, do you have you ever heard of um, Smithfield Foods? No. Okay, so Smithfield Foods um, is like a food processing plant or a food processing company. Oh, okay. Pop-ups. Oh God! 
So this guy who, or this person, I don't know that it's a guy, uh, who works. <laughs> We're learning both. Smithfield Foods um, is suing them over um, their basically their safety practices um, in regards to how they're handling Corona. Um, so they use knives and they, you know, handle pigs and make bacon and all that good stuff and make loin. Um, so the workers stand super close together. So basically they can so close that they could potentially be like cut accidentally by the person next to them, like with a really sharp knife if they're moving really fast. Um, mm, that's not good. So th they basically, you know, they basically put their employees at, at risks by, by not protecting them. Um, and, and the worker basically said, look, I, I'm, I'm worried. So, you know, we have people who are, who are getting sick and they're being, you know, not giving any sort of medical support or medical help from the company. Um, so they basically complained and now Smithfield foods just ignored it and didn't do anything. Um, so they had 70 workers from their 1,000 employee plant um, sign a letter from the Community Workers Alliance, um, basically asking them to, to allow employees to quarantine at home with pay to keep themselves and their families safe. Um, and basically all they did afterwards was install like plexiglass shields between some workers in some areas of the plant. Um, and they didn't really do enough. Like they didn't hang low enough to actually keep, you know, contaminants from flying around. Um, so basically they put up some, some flyers, um, and they said, you know, they, they need people to be heroes and keep working. Um, and then they'll, they'll give people $500 a day, extra bonus if they want to keep working. So they're trying to incentivize people to keep working, even though, um, they're real quick. Yeah. I would do that. You would do it. See these $500 a day. Did you just say $500 a day extra a day? So yeah, yeah, that's a no brainer. But they, like, there, so some people are like, yeah, I'll do it. Exactly. It's a no brainer. Um, but a lot of other people who work there are like, no, wear my own gas mask. I don't give a shit. So, <laughs> you would rather, um, so you're saying you would rather take the risk, uh, and take the cash. I try to measure my risk on my own. You know, I would mean, like, you know, if, if they're not doing a good job with the barriers and everything, then I'd walk in there like full. I have like full on gas mask. I would just show up in that. That's true. That's true. You put, technically... the, put the filter canister on and everything, and I, I would put on gloves and a hazmat suit, and I would show up to work, and I'd get paid an extra twenty five hundred bucks a week to do it. I mean, for an extra ten grand a month, yeah, I'll go to work dressed like it's World War One. That's fine with me. I don't know. Why? Don't know. Why wouldn't like, you do I, that? I just would rather not take the risk. You know, I um. I don't know. It's just not worth it to me. It, it is very low. The to kill the people that are, and that's really shitty to them. You know, like even taking part in any kind of mass action like, like that. You wouldn't want to have to explain it to the parent to the person or the child of the person who died later. Like, wow, I just really or the economy care. So, but I, I don't. I think that would be a massive risk to me. 
especially with the appropriate, you know, I mean, the again to the nth degree. World War One has metal, um, but yeah, I would go. I, I would I would dress like that and cut pigs up for. Uh, so. Yeah. Went away though. Okay, that's fair. Not like I'll I'll be easy for coronavirus for this company. So exclusively. How do you feel then about um, people saying we should get out and it's okay to open beaches and parks and stuff again? What's your general perspective on that? The only people I haven't heard any uh, doctors or scientists or virus experts or pandemic experts say that. I've only heard um, economists, uh, bankers, or right-leaning politicians say that, or their constituents, which I'll talk more about yet, except that you are not doctors. So, like, this is a beach in Florida, for example, like from just just the other day. I know, Florida Man. Oh, let's start at the... Let's... Florida Man is in. Uh <laughs> They said you're breaking up a bit, Josh. Okay. Um, maybe they just meant like emotionally. Yeah. Well, at, at this point, I'm kind of locked into the setup as is. I'll do my best to <laughs> to will the Wi-Fi into working better, it's stronger. But that's yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, what did Florida do? Oh, you just dis- you disappeared. Where'd he go? He's in his. He's ready to go. See that? He's ready to go cut pigs. You got the appropriate dress right there. I am very much. Uh, I am very much not ready to go cut pigs, but that guy probably is. Uh, that wasn't you. No, that's definitely not me. I know that our abs are basically the same. Um, <laughs> but that's yeah, that's not me. Um, oh, does he not have a shirt on? I can't see it. He does, <laughs> he does not have a shirt on now. Uh, Okay, never mind. You're not dressed appropriately for cutting pigs. So, Florida man. So, basically, you know, Florida is is you know kind of one of the epicenters right now of um, communities in backlash against these stay-at-home orders, and a lot of people in you know kind of these pockets are, you know, they're the people who are protesting, uh, you know, and trying to cause the traffic jams, you know. I mean, I'm not saying they're the same exact people, but I feel like spiritually they're similar. They're on the same side of the yeah. Yeah. argument, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I, I anyone say that who thinks it's for the good of health or safety, and I don't think yeah, that what I mean, a dollar I, is I, worth is more important than that. So I think there's um, a far cry between um, people sitting in a baseball stadium and people going out for a, a bike ride, you know, eight, ten feet apart. Obviously, there's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. But should people be huge. publicly... We're going to take a walk later. Yeah. We're not going to do it next to any other people. Right, exactly. And should but people, we're going to take a walk. Should people be That's publicly fine. Uh, congregating in, in groups like that? No, the science basically says definitely not right now. So I don't understand necessarily and where... People doing that are extending these kind of measures for all of us, including themselves. Yeah. Um, like we were all taught, I hope, or I used to think, or we were taught as children that just whining and yelling for it doesn't get you what you want or make it so. The the chat and it just feels like there's a giant chunk 
the chat is oh, saying that did. the park uh, near you know in Rochester is is packed today. Well, it shouldn't be. It should not be. What the hell are they doing? I don't know. They're apparently what's wrong with you people? Not listening to uh, Daddy Fauci. <laughs> Papa, Papa Fauci. Fauch. Yeah. No, they they shouldn't. All right, y'all shouldn't look, be there. Here's the reality. I think um, while this is fun and all, I think the world is talking about Corona all the time. So I think we should move past this and get into um, some some more just fun stuff. So next, next, right? So how about um, this VFX company called Corridor Digital? I don't know if you've ever heard of them or not. Um, no, I wouldn't have heard of it. They, they decided they wanted to spice up the deaths in Charlie the Chocolate Factory of the kids. So Interesting. they wanted to make it more like a horror movie. So how do you feel? It's like five or six minutes long, but they basically took the original movie and added their own like gore special effects into the death scenes. Uh, and made like this little five minute movie of of the original 1970s like uh what's his name you know the original og willy wonka gene wilder wilder version so well i mean let's let's yeah, check out a, a little bit of it and see way, where we wanna, I, how long we want to do this yeah, but yeah, yeah absolutely i felt like it was pretty strong so i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna move my mic a little closer to uh the speakers just so it can hear hey make that cat blow up real quick everyone check this out that's, uh, that's Josh Spirited. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to give this uh, this little play here. And uh, we're going to see the rated R Willy Wonka. And now details on the sudden announcement that has captured the attention of the entire world. Hidden among the countless billions of Wonka bars are five gold tickets. And the five people who find them will come the most fabulous prize one could wish for. A lifetime supply of chocolate. Nobody ever This is like definitely rated R. Hard R. Is wonky that smokestacks said wonky. Glad you could come. 
This is going to be such an exciting day. I hope you enjoy it. I think you will. You are now about to enter the Oh, uh, this is awesome already. To the entire Wonka factory. Inside this For a second, it looked like Kevin from The Office realities. walked in with the kids. Oh, is it red? Over there, across the river. They're little men. and a swindler. How can you do a thing like this? Excuse me for not showing you out. Straight up the stairs. You'll find the way. I'm goodbye to you both.
Wow. Looking for a reason to subscribe? No, I'm not. Oh, man. No, wow. no, we're good. All right, well, that... that I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, though, the way they blended it with the old footage. For, you know, some of them were better than others, but uh, overall, I thought yeah, that was pretty that, good. It was mostly disturbing. <laughs> for me. I thought you were a horror guy. No. Uh, no. No. I thought you liked the... stuff no not explicitly right. i wouldn't say no not like i'm not like a horror fan the way you know the the gotham metal kids are like specifically horror fans no that's fair uh i saw some meme of the week stuff but the only one that i thought was very funny was this bill clinton listening to music um it started out as a meme <laughs> challenge so people started posting like bill clinton listening, you know Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Willie D. Yeah. I can't totally think. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's... Uh... That's a rap. <laughs> yeah. So, that was... I think there was one other... No, there wasn't another one. I thought there was another good meme in there. Uh, this is pretty cool just in general um, because I, I felt like... You might find this interesting. It's safe cracking with a 60,000 PSI water jet. So we don't have to watch the whole thing. We can kind of jump through it. But basically these guys found um, this old Union safe and they wanted to see if they put some stuff in there, like, you know, some gold and some cash. uh, Could they cut into it and get the stuff out without damaging the stuff inside? So I thought that was pretty cool, but they were going to use the water. Okay. So here they are kind of prepping it um, and getting it synced up to the machine because it has to sit. I guess if you're cutting with a water jet, you have to also cut over a bed of water. Oh, okay. So I think they start with a... Oh, wow, they already went through it. Yeah, you can even... Yeah, I guess that's the stream right there. It doesn't even look that strong, but I guess that's enough to. I'm cutting metal yeah. with it, so yeah. It's pretty strong. Oh, maybe they're not. Uh, hang on, he couldn't get it open. Yeah, he's doing another pass. So I'm jumping ahead. Looks like they're still going at it. Yeah. You can. Got to imagine that cash is going to yeah, get. You would think so. Pretty soaked up. In- but they're clearly taking chunks out of it. That's a piece of money. Yep. Yeah. So they're saying, can we do it without getting it wet? Looks like not. Yeah. So, oh, here it is by the time they finally got open. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just gross at that point. But an interesting experiment nonetheless. Good to know for when we try to crack that safe later. I was going to use the old stethoscope method because I'm old school like that. For sure, but... for sure. Oh, there was their fake gold bar. Well, I took some of the paint off of that bad boy. You Chips out of it, too. Gold. Oh, there you have it. 
That's pretty neat. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, I've never cut anything yeah, with water. Either, but uh, I stumbled across this. Besides ice. Uh, I thought it might jog some nostalgia for you. If you remember a Goofy movie, um, this this guy goes back and reviews the eye-to-eye Powerline concert scene, um, which is like the big, you know, dance bonanza concert. Yeah, yeah. Um, hold on. It's not my delivery. It's it's DiGiorno. <laughs> uh, so the guy went back and like tried to like. Uh, he went back and he like interviewed the guys Sorry. and stuff, but I I think Everybody. what I found the most interesting was that hold on, there's a photo of it in here. Um, they court they storyboarded out the entire thing, but they did it with a choreographer instead of just like some guys who animate being like, yeah, like we'll make a dance scene. They're like, no, we need a real choreographer. So they actually cool. reverse engineered it and they filmed the entire thing like on a studio set and then storyboarded and refilmed around it to finally figure out how they wanted to do that. So for anyone who doesn't remember that, actually maybe I'll pull that scene up quick. Um, power line. What is it? Eye to eye. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I just stumbled across this while I was just trying to find some some stuff um, for the show. I remember being thoroughly into this movie in like fourth grade. Uh, is, that, is that from the movie? It's, it's, it's weird because that doesn't look like the movie, but I guess it is. Of course, add. I actually do not have ad blocker on on purpose. I like to see what ads get served. So he's at the concert. He shows up. And he's like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Exploding magic ball. Good jam. Perfect cast.
Is that Polly Shore? Wow. I think it is. I don't remember this. I don't remember. Pretty great movie, a goofy movie, an all-time classic. Excellent. Um, that was excellent. Yeah, right? So just thought that was a... Uh, a f- <laughs> Still waiting to see a concert that good I IR. I, I think now is the time in my life where, like, when live entertainment and concerts come back, like, I would totally go see, like, a Beyonce or somebody who's just, like, going to put a crazy show on, you know? shows tend to be good yeah I mean I don't know if I'd want to go watch a Beyonce concert but having having seen my share of I just live mean shows. Like any sort of like big spectacle act you know like like I would dig seeing yeah yeah um, so just an all time great movie totally took me back to uh, our ute um it's it's a long read, but it's interesting. Like if you're into movie making and animation and and um, production process, you know, like so that's the kind of stuff I nerd out on, especially when it comes to um, an awesome iconic movie from our youth. To what? So that was all like the news. That was all like really the new stuff. What's new stuff that I had? Oh, there's so much. There's so much that's new. But that was that the was only new? stuff that I'd even remotely glanced at uh, ahead of time. All right. Well, we've had to set up a lot of. I've had to plug a lot of things and talk to each other. So you know, that that took up a lot of my prep time for this initial adventure. Which is fair. But now that it's just plug and play, right. you know, uh, I would. It's going to be a different game you know, going I was, forward. I was trying to revamp and just consider like what are some of the things we used to do on the podcast. Um, and um you know like it's been like a year yeah, it's been a while um yeah but we did like pre-reviews but i don't know how easy it would be to do pre-reviews now because <laughs> oh, what yeah. the hell's coming out ever aka josh says everything sucks yeah basically <laughs> that's what i'm good for right right it's my thing but... I'm a hater <laughs> hate 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 yeah is that what you said when we were doing like some pre-production the other day you were you're like, oh yeah, I'm a hater. That's what it is. <laughs> I hate on stuff. Yeah, I hate. You know what everything. I'm not hating on is um, that the NFL draft just happened, and uh, I mean technically it's happening today too, but the fact that it's it's all gone remote and digital um, is uh, is weird to see. Um, it's basically like just watching a bunch of zoom calls like this and just seeing a bunch of talking heads and boxes. And it's, it's sort of, and that the draft couldn't be any know, more boring. I know. And now, but it's now it is, boring. it's even it's more, painful. more boring when it's going, 
going to resume. Yeah, so very interesting. I think there's it's even more pointless. It's even more pointless. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's someone More that pointless. may or may not still be in the chat. Um, did did have a Zoom draft party, <laughs> and I and I did attend it. Um, and was on basically till the end of it. Yeah, uh, but what it was. So what it, were they saying like, if we ever reopen, this guy will be on the no, Jets? Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely and we'll pay him an amount of money when we determine what our budget is someday. they were definitely not saying that um <laughs> they were definitely not saying that uh <laughs> it was fun though to do the the zoom hangout because what i found was it took me back to when i was a kid and i would end up playing video games while i was on the phone with my friends and like we would hardly not we would hardly talk half the time and um and for like the second half of that zoom draft party that's basically what was going on was uh i had it up on one screen over here and then i was looking the other way um playing video games and then like the the guys on the zoom chat were like straight on ahead of me so they were looking at me looking off the other direction uh playing red dead redemption <laughs> It was nice of you to be at the party. That's what's cool now is like parties are thoroughly more desirable because you can attend them with that little considered totally acceptable. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I don't have to feign interest. I can do something else in the background, but be present. Now that's a party I'm down to go to. Yeah. I still don't want it to be focused on the draft. Though. No, no, which is totally, totally fair. But I think um, it is interesting to see how many more people will congregate uh, from the comfort of their own couch than actually go somewhere in person. Hang out. Yeah. Do you think there could be mixed parties in the future where some people are there in person and then other people are just like, no, I'm going to go to the party, but I'm going to go from home. And I'm. Yeah, I think it'll require having some extra AV. Well, set up that's in the weird. average house but i think if we become increasingly isolated the way we have been if that becomes a new normal as some have been quoted as uh yeah you'll probably see people beefing up those capabilities you also see products at a much lower budget range available for stuff yeah. like that um to bring people conversation with your parents or whatever on your tv and have them be right there in the room with you. You know, all that stuff's going to be built in. Um, so then, yeah, that you'll have you can you can have like little satellite parties all congregated. But what about when via people go back Zoom to or Skype or normal, normal? That's what I mean. There could be like you know ten people dancing in this living room and another ten in a different living room, all on a conference thing and listening to the same music. You know, it could be that kind of. Thing. Through the, you know, it could, it could be, could be that kind of thing. Sure. I don't know. Maybe it'll be stupid, but I'm down to try it at least once. <laughs> me too. And then come tell you all about how much I hated yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I'm definitely more, um, more curious to know, you know, what, what, what aspects of all this sticks afterwards. Like, um, I don't know. For me, like, I've, I've actually, I've got a better setup 
man, it's so close. I feel it. No, that's somebody's bass from their subwoofer. Um, I'm so, I'm so excited for this delivery. Um, but I've, I've got, um, I've got arguably a better setup working from home than I had at work. Um, so for me, it's like, I actually wonder about going back to an office setting and, and losing productivity because I have less space and less, you know, um, screens, less, you know, functional. Well, that's one of the things we've learned from this is how much work can be done from home oh, yeah. and how productive people are still able to be and how it's not, uh, you know, lots of things could be. Yeah, absolutely. And I, that would enable a lot more people to be employed that currently have other, um, to, to working in physical locations. And I, I think, uh, I don't know, telecommuting becoming more normal or increase or more pervasive, I think would be a great takeaway from all of this. Totally agree. For totally a lot agree. of people. I think more companies are going to have no choice, but to revisit their remote working policies because now it's, well, even if you're talking bottom line, it, you can save so much yeah. money. I mean, the problem is for, um, companies that have already a, a lot of overhead tied up in um you know and property oh uh, yeah well that's always one have. of the reasons that businesses and industries are resistant to change like we've already got we got all our real estate we can't go all electric cars we already have all these gas stations if everyone has a plug-in car what are we going to do with all these gas stations and all these drills like i, I don't know it doesn't mean it's not the better way to go you built it all. I don't know. No, I don't know, man. I th I'm with you. I think um, I think there's certainly something to uh, <laughs> to to letting some of this stuff play out for the better. You know, there's um, I've been more productive from home, even though I've I've been working as much or more than ever. Um, it's I've been able to get stuff done because I have a better setup, and I I sort of dread the idea of losing that efficiency, and, and I don't know. Uh, I'm getting so much shit done. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> the house is clean. I'm on top of a load of laundry this morning I have so that I can have a clean shirt. I've definitely been cleaning be on the around the house more. I've definitely been doing that as well. You know, I'm tidying up yeah. more, you know, more consistently. Um, but I, I really am sort of pinned in the office for, for a majority of the day, which uh, I get lots of groans from the dogs. I'm surprised they haven't, like, groaned or, or anything the whole time we've been in here. That's true. We haven't had a cameo from the pups. Well, I mean, it doesn't take much. Baxter. <laughs> just hanging out. Awesome. There's a dog. There's a I'm not sure dog. Where is. She's very independent. <laughs> not anymore. Now, now she just sleeps on it. Yeah. Uh, it can. She's big, but she's not that big. She's not. Just, she's not so heavy that she's collapsing couches yet. <laughs> At least I can hope. All right, man. Well, uh, I mean, that's that's basically what I got for uh, for content and for for chat worthy stuff for the day. Uh, we did start a little late, so we ran a little late. But this is usually roughly an hour, so I don't know. Do you think there's a? Yeah, it's it's Has one it eleven. My goodness, the time flew. Yeah, that's was that as fast for all, 
all no. of you no i'm sure this was excruciating for all of you but went by really quickly yeah. for me well, it's mostly so for us thank yeah, you all you for gratifying us <laughs> thank you for watching thank you for listening if you aren't watching live i'm uh, i know we get uh, a lot a lot of people that do listen to the podcast and uh, hopefully you'll start joining us on the live show uh but again we are hoping to turn this back around to you as an audio piece as well and uh so we'll have to keep that stuff in mind when we play videos and don't say anything. Gonna start, so gonna start playing with this. Uh, gonna start playing with. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. We'll probably have to be careful about the five-minute clips of yeah. movies based on visuals. <laughs> I didn't think about that either. I'm gonna come up with more yeah. stuff to do with the yeah. video, though. I like this. I like this. This is gonna. Once I'm less insanely self-conscious about the fact that I'm on camera right now on the internet, I'll. It'll be. Uh, it'll yeah, be fine. I mean, the good news. Then it'll be fine. Is that we are back. We're back, baby. You know, we are back. And that's good. Like bad pennies. Right. We just keep coming back. Yes. So uh, I think that's that's basically where we're at for the day. <laughs> that's where we're at. Back. Yeah, we're back. Rose knows. Uh, I'm not sure what, actually. I don't know what Rose knows. Yeah, that's what we knows. So... Thanks for checking it out. Rose knows everybody. Thanks for watching me vape out the window. Catch you next time, I guess. Love from the family, Rose. And the cat. Peace. Back soon. Hit the yeah. button.